My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years, made the shift to podcasting. That's why it's my second act, and welcome to you. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. And, okay, did you hear that there... <laughs> this is going to be good. ...that there was a man who was report rep, reportedly stuck inside a Georgia rock quarry last week? This is in Auburn, Georgia, yes. which is in Barrow County, very okay. near Athens, yeah. and... and Okay. Well, he didn't want to come out. Well, but you got to understand a couple things. He wasn't an employee. He's someone that just showed up yes. at a rock quarry and decided he was going to jump down a hole. Right. And they couldn't rescue him because they had just done a blast. It was very unsteady. And because of all the rain late yeah. last week that we had here in Atlanta. He, and, but here's the bigger thing. He didn't want to be rescued. And he wasn't, I don't think he was trying to like self-harm. He just didn't want to be rescued out of the quarry. So I thought about this, and here's what I have to say on this. Okay, a couple of things. If if that were you, and you were in the quarry. Meaning me? Yes. I would be mad, because they would call me, and they'd be like, did you know that your husband's in this quarry? We're trying to get him out. We, we can't get him out of the quarry. And I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, with everything else I have to do, homeschooling, working, cooking, pulling up, you know, trash cans, all this stuff, now I've got to go <sighs> dig this man out of a quarry. So I would go over there and be like, get out. Get your ass out of the quarry. I don't have time for this. Get out. If, on the other hand, that were me in the quarry, do not intervene. Do not come and get me. Do not try to have them pull me out. Because here's the thing. This is the difference between men and women. Like a man would be like, that's kind of cool. I'd like to see like if I could climb down in the quarry and then climb out. And then you've created this problem. You know what I mean? Where you're like, they have to be called out to rescue you. A woman, if a woman gets down in the quarry, she's down in the quarry because she doesn't want to be airlifted out of the quarry for whatever reason. Could be like... It's when, like, like Marie Osmond did. Yes, exactly. She just ran from her kids and ran from her life and yeah, said... Took off temporarily for the coast. I mean, again... <laughs> but she left her husband and kids it behind. Does. It happens. There, there was no... It happens. Uh, it was temporary. So don't... My, my fear would be... like. I could see them calling you and be like, your wife's in the quarry. What do you want us to do? And you round up all the kids and bring them to the quarry. Like, you know, let's go see if we can get mom out of the quarry. And then do, do not bring my kids because I'm in the quarry. For a reason, trying to, to escape. Exactly. So don't okay. have these kids leaning down into the quarry like, mom, we really need you. What's the Wi-Fi code? <laughs> you know? Have you, who's going to make my lunch? Dad doesn't know my English teacher's name. You know, just yelling random stuff into the quarry. And I'm like, now, not only am I not, now I'm not only am I not being left alone, they're shouting things at me. Like now I'm having to do my normal mom job from the quarry. But you chose to go into the quarry. To be a left alone and to get away from you all. Don't come to the quarry. It just shows you the difference between men and women. Like if it's a man, you just, I mean, it's just like, oh. God. It's like when someone calls you and they're like, your husband's down at the golf course. He's had a few too many. We don't think you should drive. You're like, I don't need this. You know? Like, you know, whatever. Just constant. <laughs> but if a woman goes into the quarry, my point is. Let her be. Leave us alone. She's there for a reason. Yeah, she'll come She's back. pulling a Marie Osmond. She'll come out when she's ready. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. Have you taken notes on all that, though? I have. Okay. All right. And the, 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 they eventually got the man out. Yeah. I've always told you I want to. They had to chase him a little bit. Yeah, like they had. They were tricky, sneaky in how they did it. Yeah, but they got him out. 
mm. after about 12 hours. I've always told you I, my, my ideal Christmas present would be a deer blind. And I do not hunt because, you know, I love animals. But I would love to stick a deer blind out like, you know, because we've got a little <laughs> bit of property behind us, like out in the woods. And I need a camouflage ones where these kids can't see it. And no, no fanfare when the deer blind arrives. Mom's deer blind's here. No. It's a secret mission. Like You don't yes. want them to know that you've got a deer blind no. in the woods behind the house where you escaped. Where's Did, mom? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is like she shed times 30. So they drop it in the middle of the night. They stick it out in the woods. And then they're, I guarantee you, I mean, you know how they ask all the time, where's mom? That's how they end up opening the bathroom door on you. When you're like, hello, I'm trying to go to the bathroom. Or maybe I'm not. I'm just trying to get away from you. You sit in there and talk. What's the Wi-Fi code? The Wi-Fi doesn't work. You know, like you're like. Printer's messed up. Exactly. Where are my keys? Mm-hmm. What are we having for dinner? But if I'm in Have my, you seen my ATM card? Right. All of this and the above. But if I'm in the deer blind, don't bother me. Noted. Your hype song today on the way to the App and Podcast Network. My hype song was Randy Hauser. I, I, okay. you know, I do love me some Randy Hauser. And All this right. was, um, it's How Country Feels. It's got that great yeah. opening. Da-na. Yeah, sing it. It sounded a little ACDC, I got to tell you. Yeah, it did kind of, but it's, it's similar. Similar. I did a good job, I thought. That was good, though. But it's off the 2013 album, same name, How Country Feels. He Love had some Ro- hits. He uh, had some hits. He really did. He's really good. And so he is, uh, he's a cute little country boy. He has all of his his kids and his dog, he has an H. You know, like the Kardashians have a K thing. He has an H thing. So his son is Huck, and he's cute. I mean, like big old cheeks. Is, is so that with Tatiana? Yes, with Tatiana. And then the dog is Hawk. So it's Huck and Hawk. And then Tatiana, his wife, is from Australia. Okay. Yes, She's she very is. cute. Let me tell you this. I'll give you a little um, behind the scenes thing. She met Randy Hauser through her sister, who is married to uh, Dallas, the songwriter. Davidson. Davidson. Yep. Okay. So she came over here. When to- they met, Tatiana was... Yeah. 17 and a half. No kidding. I mean, she was a young, it wasn't like she was 18. We'll say for the sake of the podcast and for Randy Hauser. But we'll have to correct that next week. But yes, she was very, very young. Nothing again. No, there's nothing oh, wrong no, with no. that at all. Okay. Well, anyway, that's how they met. Fun fact. So, Randy Hauser, how about you? What was your song? Uh, anything Ed Sheeran. I, I demand that we add some more Ed Sheeran. Okay. Well, what's the song? Whatever you'd like to add. Oh, all right. Okay. A la carte for you, Donna. I'm oh, going I love to, that. I'm going to pass. My song choice for the Spotify Hype Song playlist for the first time in nine months to you. That is and so And you kind. choose a song that you would like from Ed Sheeran. Oh, I'll choose something that like means something for you and I. Okay. I, I love that. So be it. check out the Spotify Hype Song playlist. Search for Caddy and Donna Hype Song. We can't play music on the podcast. And so uh, we have a, a, a Hype Song playlist that has every single song that we've discussed at the top of each episode for the past nine months. Let's start with some uh, quick hits. Okay sense to be honest to not you know defecate on the subway but it does need to be said i feel i have seen it before multiple times especially on the a train if you ever took it <laughs> not to call it a train but it's it's happened <laughs> don't go on the subway doing your business who was who who was hurt in the limousine by the walmart truck tracy morgan yes that sounds just like tracy morgan yeah it does all right so here's what's going on urinating on the subway in new york city has it's been illegal y'all thank goodness for decades now but just this week, the council of New York City said, you know what? In addition to pee, there is to be no poop on the subway. Is that something that needs to be voted on, Donna? Do you I think? mean, clearly. It's like we always say, if, if you go to a business or something and they've put up a sign of something you can no longer do, you're like, who would do that? Yeah, the it's there one? for a reason. It, there's, it's there for a reason. Like, uh, yeah. this is not unlimited sodas 
Correct. And that's because someone has come in clearly and gone through an entire CO2 tank. Or the one at the pediatrician where it says, do not let your children. Play in the drawers. Yeah. Or on the rolly chairs. Yes. Someone's been hurt. Yeah. And been involved in some sort of litigation. Seriously. Because they had to post that sign. And if they have to laminate it, it was a six. It was an expensive litigation. So to our listeners in New York City, just uh, let it be known. Well, heads up. You cannot poop on the subway. And the A train is always the problem with everything. So it's funny that they called out the A train trouble. Michael Jackson has a cousin. Her name is Marsha. Marsha. Confirmed cousin. Yes. Okay. Marsha sneaks in to Michael Jackson's bedroom after he passes. And she decides to take a little souvenir, which now. You can uh, buy at auction. Here is Michael Jackson's cousin, Marsha. Shortly after Michael died, I went to the house. I was able to go in and go to the bedroom. This was uh, over by the stand. And what I did, I took it and put it in my purse. This actually belonged with Michael Jackson. It had some white, like milk fluid inside of it which later on uh dissolved but this is actually michael right here dna that's what made me grab it the blood and this is one of the ivs the last one actually that he had in his arm when he died what music was was marcia listening to in the background there? that's more that's what i'm peep mar peep marcia's music it was the eagles okay yeah in the background (laughs) All right, so his cousin takes a bloodstained propofol, uh, propofol, right? That's the drug they denied from, right? The propofol, yeah. Propofol, IV from his bedroom. All right, it's now for auction, Donna. How much do you think cousin Marsha is asking for this last piece of Michael Jackson? $2,599. you are close. 2500 Okay, this is ridiculous. This whole thing is ridiculous. It's gross. It's, uh, it's opportunity, though. Opportunity to take from people who have deceased? Even if, if she's a family member? That's even worse. You're supposed to protect the deceased. What do you think it'll go for? Uh, do you think it's going to stay around $2,500 because people just like you are... I'm not. I'm fascinated by it. That's why we're talking about this. But It's one thing to be fascinated by it, but do you need that? Like, would you If you're a Michael that? Jackson fan, sure. Well, that is the thing. I think it will sell because of Michael Jackson because I think there's so many collectors out there. And there's not much of him around. And according to his cousin, Marsha, this was the last of him in a blood-stained IV. Ugh. Gross. $2,500. Do we have a first bid? To fulfill the music portion of the podcast, because we are classified that way by Apple Podcasts, I want to talk about how the award shows are out of control right now because everybody has been bumped because of COVID. We talked about the uh, Academy of Country Music Awards quite a bit, the Country Music Association Awards, which are really the biggies when it comes to country, uh, are coming up on November the 11th. I'm having a hard time keeping up. I mean, they are coming fast Emmys, and furious. What, last week, 10 days ago, the CMT Music Awards have announced their nominations. The CMT Awards were uh, are going to air October 21st. It was sometime in the spring that they were scheduled to do that. Ashley McBride, Dan and Shay, Kelsey Ballerini, Luke Combs, Sam Hunt, and Thomas Rhett tie for the most nods. They got three apiece. I find it interesting, Donna, that in that list, you have at least two artists that you did not even hear during the Academy of Country Music Awards. Well, I think they've, you know, the CMT awards have CMT awards have always been different. I think they almost try to 
go out of their way to pick artists who are not. I mean, they obviously have like the the Thomas Rhett and, you know, certain big ones, but I think they always try to go out of their way to pick some kind of alternative people who are not nominated as much. The Chicks are nominated. First uh, CMT nomination for them since 2007. And uh, Blanco Brown has two nominations for the Get Up. You remember that song? Yeah. Couldn't escape that song. Um, Blanco was in a horrible motorcycle accident here in Atlanta. He, he was notified. I saw on his social media. He, he got notification of his nominations while he was laying in his hospital bed. He, yeah. he was in bad shape for a while. He's going to recover. But for two, three weeks? They didn't know he was going to make it. Yeah. He, he was in ICU at Grady. Um, because it was, you know, they have such a great trauma hospital that it's one of our trauma hospitals here in Atlanta. And he basically was hit head on by a vehicle on a motorcycle. So, um, it's amazing that he has recovered. Thank gosh. I mean, you know, um, that's the power of prayer because I know it was like everywhere you turned, it was like, you know, prayer chains and stuff for him because it was such a serious accident. So that's really good news. So, uh, continue Thoughts to you, and congratulations, uh, Blanco Brown. Those, of course, were his first two nominations with the CMTs. The Billboard Music Awards, originally scheduled for spring, coming back October 14th. So you're going to have October 14th, the BBMAs, CMTs, October 21st, and then a week later, two weeks later, you're going to have the, the CMAs. Uh, Kelly Clarkson's going to return to host the Billboards, and um, leading nominee is uh, your boy, Posty, Post Malone. I love that. I was thinking about this. Like- 16 nominations again. Okay, like, so he is kind of my one that, like, if I could go on some lost weekend with, I don't know what kind of shape I'd return in, but I'm up for it. You know what I mean? Like, to go and just, just party with Post Malone, you know? I don't know how. Again, I don't know. Like Friday through Sunday? Yes. Who would yours, like, who is an artist? You have one that you would, like, be? Eric Church. Yeah. And you don't even know if you'll return or how you're going to come back. No. I think you'll be fine with Eric Church. Post? Mm, I don't know. Can you imagine if I came back, like, all tatted up? No. No. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> Taylor Swift has six Billboard nominations. Uh, Dan and Shay in the country uh, life group. Dan and Shay, Luke Combs, and Mary Morris lead with uh, four nominations each. I do think as the award shows go on, I think it becomes, it's interesting. The first one being the um, ACMs, I think they had a rough go, as we've talked about. I think the Emmys did a good job you know, uh, doing their virtual thing. As the shows go on, I think it becomes almost more difficult to creatively, you know, social distance and give these awards away without somebody saying, now it's almost like when the next person goes, well, the Emmys did that or this person did that. It just becomes harder and harder. I was watching, happened to have it on the other day, um, and Ellen's show came on. I was interested to see what she was going to say on her opener with all the news you know, swirling around her, but she had like vertical, almost like screens of people in chairs, in chairs. Kelly Clarkson's doing Kelly the same Clarkson thing. did the same thing. So now that's almost become the thing for how people are going to interact and having, then I've seen something where, uh, and they did a little bit of that on the, um, the ACMs where they had zoom boxes up of people clapping and watching all around the country. So, you know, it's a challenge for these people who are producing these shows to try to walk this line between bringing in, you know, they can't bring in live people. And then how do you bring in virtual people? I mean, I don't envy that position, but it'll be interesting to see how each show does it along the way. Do you want to set this up and then I'll read it? Yeah. So I, I found this, you know, everybody finds these crazy memes. It's not even memes like sayings or, you know, 
motivational things on different places. And I saw this one, and this one really spoke to me. I thought it was really a great thing. Um, so I'll let you read it. Make the chili. This is such a popular post. I will share it every year on the anniversary of my friend's death. A good friend of mine unexpectedly lost her husband. A couple of months later, we were running together, chatting about nothing. She asked what my dinner plans were, and I told her hubby wanted chili, but I didn't feel like stopping at the store. We ran a few more minutes when she quietly said, make the chili. It took me a few minutes to realize we were no longer talking about dinner. It was about going out of your way to do something for someone you love because at any moment they could unexpectedly be taken from you. So today I'm sharing with you that wisdom handed to me by my dear friend that I've thought of many times since that day. Next time someone you love wants you to go for a walk or watch a football game or play a board game or just put your phone down and give them your undivided attention, just do it. Make the chili. Yeah, I love that. And I think it applies to anybody in your life. Your parents, your kids. You know, how many times you're in the middle of something and someone says, just come and hang out with me for 10 minutes. And you're like, I will. Hold on a minute. I'll be right there. I'll tell you, I'm going to tell one on myself. This is kind of bad. Um, you know, the little things that kids do when everybody's kids do. I'm like, my mom loves my dad. And you're always like, when you get them back, you're like, what's he going to say? Oh, what did the teacher learn? Because you know, the teachers learn. Yeah. They just, I bet cackle. they see. Yeah. You can, you can write a book. That's why they love doing these things is to kind of have, they just, they know 10 are going to be boring as heck that my mom's favorite color is pink, you know, but they, they're, they're looking for that one. Well, yeah. That one that's spicy. Yeah. Spicy. So <laughs> one time it was like, what is your mom's favorite saying? And Charlotte put on there, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, that's when you're busy. And, and I just think about it all the time. It's like, especially with the way the world is now, everything, the, life has always been fragile, but life is even more fragile now. So I thought it was a great, and I don't normally, because there's a million of these things to share, but I think that's just kind of a great thing. Like when something pops into your head and someone says, hey, could you do this? Or what do you think about this? Or I need to talk to you about this. Make the chili. Make the effort is what True. it really means. Pod listener Holly Bagby is going to join us next segment for a round of what, Donna? America's favorite silly little you podcasting game. can't beat Jack. Jack. It's a 20-second pop culture trivia showdown, so Holly's along here in uh, just a moment. If you've been struggling to keep up with your weekly meal prep or cooking goals while working from home and juggling everything, dinner affair is the answer for your perfect dinner time meal. The menu just changed to the month of October, which is just two days away. And that menu looks so good. Make your own pizzas return. Here's how they do it at dinner affair. Because, you know, when you order pizza for dinner, everybody wants something. Nobody wants the same pizza. No. And it becomes this crazy $50 pizza night because this person won't eat pepperoni. This person's vegetarian. This person doesn't want anything but cheese. What they do with dinner affair is they provide everything you need to make your own delicious pizzas. And all the ingredients are packaged separately. So you truly create your own. You get the cheese, the pepperoni, sausage, diced ham, pineapple, of course. If you got something in your crisper. That you want to add to your pizza, you can do that too. Make your own pizzas on the October dinner menu at Dinner Affair. Potato and corn crab chowder. I've never seen that on the Dinner Affair menu. That looks so good. We got two coming. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, it's a one-pot meal. 
take 12 minutes. Seasoned hash browns sauteed with onion simmered in a mixture of cream and celery soup, then chives, Italian seasoning, some Old Bay, and golden corn and huge chunks of crab claw. I'm so hungry. This sounds amazing. If you are like me, I love um, I love cooking. I don't love making dinner for my family. And here's why. Last night, we did a non-dinner affair meal. We just thought we'd kind of do something. It went horribly wrong. Horribly. And it was like, we were just going to do something low-key, like hot dogs on the grill. I was doing some glizzies. Hot dogs on the grill. And we did um, t- hash browns. The kids wanted no part of it. No part of we're it. We were doing tater tots. They were like, this isn't, din- we're not having dinner affair. And- there was a thunderstorm. I was mm-hmm. grilling glizzies in a thunderstorm yeah so for me and i know for so many people listening it's just it's so stressful because it's not just the shopping and the making the food it's the waste i was so mad last night when i was like throwing this food away that nobody ate and i'm not just saying this we never have that with dinner fair we actually have the opposite problem where we don't have enough food and they're like is there any more we have to like plate it out for people so if you're struggling right now with what to cook and what to make for your family take that off your plate take that stress off of your shoulders you can store the dinner affair fresh ingredient meals in your freezer to use for later they're always there you always have something on the back burner if you need it for dinner if you forgot it happens all the time until the kids say what's for dinner Dinner Fair also offers sides that are affordable, healthy, delicious, easy to prepare. And Dinner Fair chefs can pair uh, the sides for you, or you can buy them uh, yourself a la carte on the side. All right. Free contactless delivery in Atlanta. They ship nationwide, no contract, money back guarantee. Dinner Affair, dinnerafare.com. $30 off your first order. Promo code is CADDY, C A D D Y. Let's talk about how you are sleeping. Are your mattresses like in really, really bad shape? Because I know I went upstairs, I was sitting on Charlotte's bed the other night, and it's like slanted. And it's because, frankly, she jumped on her mattress when she was like little all the time because they thought I didn't know they were jumping on their beds, and I did, and I would get mad. But the point to this is Donna and the gang at Gallery Furniture sell mattresses. They sell beautiful beds. So start there. If you, um, it's so important for your sleep at night. The difference between a good mattress and a bad mattress it is like you will get the best sleep of your life. What's wrong with Olivia's mattress, our 17-year-old? That's a problem, too. Yep, yep. So yeah, we're going to be that, going to but, see Donna. But, but everybody's pointing the finger at Dad on that one. Well, okay, this goes into our gallery furniture. That was a piece of a, a piece of bedding furniture that we got from these people that we tell you not to order from all the time. This was a long time ago. And it came in a box, and you put it together, and at the end, end of putting it together I was done there was an entire bag I don't know about that. of screws and nuts and bolts and so her mattress sinks now the entire bed almost falls in okay but the point of all that I'm sorry I asked yeah the point of all that <laughs> is if you don't want to be that person who's constantly having to stabilize your bed fix your things go and buy from gallery and you will have it delivered to your house or you can bring it home that day and you're ready to go. You don't have 11 boxes. Pick your color. Brandy, slate, or elk. Voyager by Cat Nipper. By Cat Napper. Sofa love seat combo, 1629. Tons of bedding options. Recliners from 299. At Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Hello. Holly Bagby, it's Cadillac and Donna. Hey, Caddy and Donna. Hi, Holly. Holly is a pop peep for this episode, my second act. She reached out and wrote... I'm catching up on my shows and with you 1,000% on misophonia. My husband just laughs at it, but my sister thinks it's hilarious. Now, am I okay, Holly, to share the story about your grandmama? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Go ahead. Out me to the family. I don't mind. <laughs> my sister once went with my grandmother on a road trip to Florida. 
As we were getting on the road, we ran by Chick-fil-A. Well, I knew I was in trouble when my grandmother orders everyone that suffers from misophonia. This is the rager here. Uh, Grandmama orders a large cup of ice. Oh, boy. That's a long way, you know, before you finish a large cup of ice. My sister couldn't help but laugh because she knew what was coming. My misophonia gets worse the longer the sound continues until I get so angry. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's horrible. It's the worst thing ever. And people don't understand. Explain to those that don't understand this debilitating disease, what it does to someone who suffers from misophonia. Okay, so for me, it starts as just like an irritation. And I am saying in my head the whole time, will you please just swallow the ice or spit the gum out? And then the longer it lasts, I just get angrier and angrier. And then a few minutes later, I'm just in like full-on anger over this repetitive noise that does not stop. You know what you could have done, Holly? You should have like turned the heat up and it would have like melted grandma's... (laughs) ice (laughs) well i just kept turning the radio up and like singing a little louder but there's only so far you can turn the radio up and so loud you can sing in the car (laughs) and you can't snatch grandma's eyes from her you just can't she's a grandma exactly how do you do with the movie theater uh hate it yeah hate it Mm mm-hmm yep chips popcorn any of that stuff that's repetitive and you also have ice you also have ice challenges in the movie theater too uh-huh. People shaking their cups. Yeah. To get that, or, yep. or trying to get that last sip out of that glass. And that's when we go out to eat as a family and the kids are with me, like Charlotte will down a huge glass of water, but then she'll be searching for that lat. And you I say, you Charlotte, say, you can I say, get more. I say, Charlotte, we'll get you another one of those. Let's not work so hard on that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like my, kid, my kids think I'm crazy. Device. There's no sense to constant rattle to get that one piece. <laughs> Oh, boy. It is what it is, Donna. I feel bad for you guys. Mm-hmm. I really do. You maybe, don't? Maybe y'all should start like a, a foundation or something. How about a support group? <laughs> yeah. A support group, yeah. Do you yeah. have any, any... We're not far apart, so yeah, we'll do a support group. Do you have friends or in, do, do you know anyone that also suffers from misophonia? No. Yeah. There you go. No, I'm like the only one. <laughs> do you think we're born with it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. And then it gets worse. As we age. All right. Holly is with us. And we're going to play a round of America's favorite game show called You Can't Beat Jack. Now, you listened back in the radio days quite a bit, Holly. I know you did. And I, I'm thankful for that. And thank you for also making the switch here to podcasting with us. But you, Oh, absolutely. Did, did we ever play this game together? Did we ever play together? No. I played a lot in my car. Right. So that's why I'm so nervous today because, like, I always won in my car. Oh, you've got and this. And now, yes. You've got this, Holly. Trust me. You got it. All right. So okay, good. I will leave the studio here in just a moment. But let's go ahead, hit the category, Donna, with a couple of test questions. So that you know, let's do that on the front so that people listening, and, and Holly and myself, most importantly, will know what's getting ready to come our way. Okay. So I guess everyone's been following along with um, the unfortunate death of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And so her nickname was RBG. So today's category in honor of her is going to be acronyms. So I'm going to give you an acronym and you're going to tell me what the acronym stands for. Okay. Couple of test questions. Holly, you go first here. So here is the test question. L-O-L. Laugh out loud. There you go. See, you're already winning. All right, Holly. I'll take one. Oh, well, no, we hadn't. The timer hadn't started I have yet. To, okay, well, I'm giving up my <laughs> questions. Okay, uh, BFF. 
best friend forever. There you go. Well, this is, this is going to be interesting to see the final score because this would go, this one's, you're going to run through a lot of acronyms or questions because they're so short. Yeah. So this could be a very high scoring round of you can't beat Jack. All right, Donald, yes. you pick up. Let's let's get going here. Okay, here we go. Let me get back to, let me get to my script, Page my four. official you, you, you cannot script. stray from the script. We never did in Radio Holly. Did you notice that? That the script was the same way every single morning. Every morning uh, at 7.20. And there was no, divi- no 7.20. There's no deviation at all. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Holly. If you get more questions right than Cadillac Jack, you win. If Cadillac Jack gets more questions right than you, he wins. And remember, Holly, all ties go to Cadillac Jack. Because it's not called You Can't Tie Jack. It's called what, You what? Can't. That's where Holly jumps in, Donna. It's called. What, what? <laughs> You can't beat Jack. There you go. Great. Okay, so as we discussed, today's category is acronyms. Now, it is not fair for Cadillac Jack to hear the questions I'm about to ask. So, Holly, why don't you ask Cadillac Jack to leave the studio? Caddy, would you so kindly leave the studio? Happy to do that just for you, Holly. I'm heading out. Okay, he is walking out. After playing this game a couple of times, people have asked me, are there stairs in your Appen Podcast Network studio? And there are, because yes. people heard me going up and down the stairs. So, and it takes, him, it takes him a while. He gets winded. <laughs> okay. All right. Woo, I'm winded. Good thing we don't have misophonia. Okay. Exactly. Well, you do. So this is the problem. Okay, Holly, Caddy's yeah. out. The 20-second timer is going to start after I ask you the first question. And remember, if you don't know the answer, you can say pass because the 20-second timer will go fast, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Ready? Question number one, CDC. Centers for Disease Control. BRB. Be right back. ASAP. As soon as possible. PIN. Personal identification number. ZBB. Oh, pass. BTW. All right. You did good, Holly. Okay. You got one, two, (laughs) three, four, five right. Okay. Let's get him back in here. Come on. (laughs) We're so official, Holly. (laughs) Things are real official. Okay. Holly got five right. Okay. Are you ready? Five right. I was talking. I was talking to uh, to Mike and Kimberly, mm-hmm. telling them to have a great day. Okay. Here at the uh, Amp Media Group. Did you hear me, Holly? Got Holly got five. five. I told you it's going to be a high scoring game. Five. So I got to hit five for the win. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You ready, Carl? I'm ready. Question number one: CDC. Centers for Disease Control. BRB. Pass. ASAP. As soon as possible. Be right back, BRB. P-I-N. PIN. Personal identification number. ZBB. Zach Brown Band. B-T-W. By the way. C-O-B. Close the business. What do you think, Carl? Did he get that one? C-O-B's close the business. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the question. Do I need it? Well, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> and then we'll circle back around. We're not giving you BRB. No. Yeah, we're not giving you BRB because you can't go back, right? Yes. Well, no, you can't. Holly. You Holly, passed. No, you passed. Ho- st- Donna, hold for just a moment. Holly, you listened to the game for 10 years. Yeah, you can't go back. You passed. Exactly. Ho- That's right, you- Holly. Oh, my gosh. Now, okay. if we would have gotten to the end and then she could have repeated it. Look at you. 
Okay, Cadillac Jack, you got six, <laughs> right? So it doesn't matter. Nan and Nan and Nan. Don't worry about Holly. Dang it. Nan, I know. I know. You won. Three and oh on the podcast now <sighs> with You Can't Beat Jack. So, okay. Holly, let me hear those magic words. I'm Holly from Ballground, and I can't beat Jack. Dang it. Holly. But we love you in Cherokee County. Let's talk for a minute about um, many may be familiar with Holly Bagby and the charity that you and your husband have um, because you you lost one of your family members, uh, one of your dogs, right? Sugar, right? Yes, yes. We lost Sugar in April, um, and she was 11 when we lost her, but she was sick for many, many years before that. Um, we were always fortunate enough to be able to provide the treatment or medicine that she needed, but we know a lot of others aren't that blessed. So we started Sugar's Helping Paws to partner with our vet, um, Dr. Sally, to pay for treatment or medications that people can't afford in her honor. So you took what was a very devastating moment in your lives and are spinning it positive. Yes. Yeah. We want to keep her memory going. Um, she was the first dog that we had ever had um, after we got married and she was our baby so we had you know seen her through years and years of illness so it's just our way of being able to give back and help the local community and keep her her memory alive and for those that want to help out uh, I know they can find you on Facebook is that the best place to reach out to you yes so okay. Sugar's Helping Paws does have a Facebook page um, and you guys can hit us up there. We do have some hats and koozies for I'm wearing, sale. I'm wearing one and now. All of the proceeds. Yes, yes, you got one. I'm wearing and one. All of the proceeds go straight to Dr. Sally. So. Fantastic. All right. Well, listen, I know you are on vacation this week, but I appreciate you taking the time to join us on the podcast. And thank you for your years and years and years of support and radio and also on podcasting. And um, just be well. And thank you for your continued support. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, guys, and keep up the great pods. We'll keep listening every Tuesday and Thursday and Mondays with the new shows. Yeah, thank you, and thank you for all you're doing for the animals. We appreciate that so much. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye-bye. This Friday night, it's Couples Night at the Hemp Pharmacy. Christy and Richard Roth live in Roswell, local business owners at the Hemp Pharmacy. And there was someone scheduled to work Friday night that suddenly had to have you know, for good reason, I had to have the day off or the night off. And so Christy said, you know what? We're, we decided to make a night of it. Turn into a party. We're going to be at the store. Don and I are going to swing by to uh, toast Richard because it's also his birthday. Yes. On Friday. Samples from Appalachian Growers. Going to have drinks, some snacks, and uh, I'm sure some birthday cake and just a whole lot of fun. And uh, so come by and, and say hello. Let us personally, all four of us, thank you for supporting the podcast and also the Hemp Pharmacy this Friday. It's going to be awesome. And people have always said to us, when are you going to be out? We're going out Friday. Come out and see us. Come and see us. And while you're there, shop. Um, and you can ask all the questions that you want. You can get started using edibles. You can get some topicals like I use on my foot. You can do tinctures. They've got smokables. If you're looking for something for your pets or for your um, any kind of bath products, I'm telling you, this hemp lotion, you have to smell it. It smells so good. Again, all natural products. You know, what you put on your skin is as important as what you put in your skin. So um, these these are all like very natural organic ingredients, and they smell so good. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I noticed that they have uh, CBD-infused coffee. It's called Willie's, and it looks amazing. I've been meaning to try it. So, yeah, come out with us, and we'll all shop together. 
Um, and they'll be there, like I said, on site to answer any questions. And you can toast Richard for his birthday. Free edible. When you mention the podcast or mention my name, Cadillac Jack, no purchase necessary. And don't forget, I'm given authorization, and you can take advantage of this on Friday if you want to swing by, for couples night at the Hemp Pharmacy. I've been given authorization to uh, share with you a huge, massive first purchase discount. I'd love to, so many people have reached out about that. Uh, Holly Bagby, who's, uh, you just heard doing, uh, you don't know Jack. Uh, she originally reached out to me wanting to know the discount code to save 20% off at the hemp pharmacy. And I was happy to provide it to her. Reach out to me on social or uh, on the podcast voice text line, 770-464-6024. And I'm happy to share that with you. The hemp pharmacy in front of the Home Depot on Wimberd Parkway. And we'll see you this Friday, the 2nd for couples night and for Richard's birthday. What can you be compensated for after an accident? Medical treatment, emotional distress, vehicle damage, loss of income. Did you know you don't need money up front to receive legal representation from Hurt 911? Injured in an accident, call the Hurt 911 injury group after you call 911. The number is 1-800-HURT-911. A team of elite lawyers and doctors with offices and clinics across Georgia. Uh, and they help you, when you've been injured in a car accident, get the medical treatment and documentation. So important. The medical treatment and documentation needed to receive maximum compensation for your personal injury claims. When you're the victim in a car accident, 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. 1-800-HURT-911. One. For me, um, return to normal involves live music. Polestar, Donna, is a uh, is a trade publication for the touring industry. They provide stats and uh, box office grosses for concerts and stuff like that, and and just kind of watch over the touring industry, which has been silent. Yeah, anytime Since you, March. if you're going, I always use Polestar, you can use it online too. Like if you're going to another city and you would love to see a concert in that city, you can just put in the city you're going to and it will pull up all the concerts that are going on. Any, any, you can search by venue, you can search yeah. by uh, format, genre, you can search, yep. you know, date, time, whatever. Um, a survey by the concert pros at Polestar has brought some interesting statistics to mind. 55% of the decision makers in the touring industry believe concerts will return to full capacity sometime in 2021. 55%. That's good. Now, most think it's going to be quarter three, quarter four of 2021, but they're hoping that the return for, for big tours. Um, I wrote about this in last Saturday's issue of The Letter. And I thought it was interesting that they compare, and all of us in Atlanta won't forget about this, the Dallas Cowboys-Falcons game from weekend before last when the Falcons should have won and they didn't. They had a, a crowd at AT&T Stadium. AT&T Stadium in Dallas seats 80,000 people. They chose uh, to go with uh, roughly 21,000 fans. Yeah. So they were very social distanced. Yeah. But when you have a stadium that seats 80,000 people, 21,000 seats, is certainly is doable when you think about that number twenty one thousand. You could put twenty one thousand uh, at, at Phillips Arena. Yeah, so that's a number that's achievable. The problem is, it, but then you have to if you have a smaller venue, then you've got to boil that number down and boil it down and boil it down. So the question exactly. So the question is going to be: Are these venues that would cut 
to uh, a fourth. 25%. Could it be profitable? Yeah. Which while these artists, there's nothing more they want to do than reconnect with their fans on the road, but they're hurting financially. Yeah. There are only few of uh, uh, Kenny Chesney's and and uh, Luke Bryan's in the world that Taylor Swift and every format has that handful of artists that have done so well, they've enjoyed the last year off, not having to tour. Yeah, they don't feel the financial but pressure. But there's only... Half dozen, half dozen to a dozen of those in each format. You know what people say, I'm sure, is people listening say, well, they're not making any money staying home, but here's the problem. They're not making any money staying home, but if you go out and play a venue at 25% capacity, what you have to charge for the tickets, the liability, everything that goes on, and taking that band on the road, fueling up those buses and everything, it could actually, at 25%, you, lose money. you lose money. Which I know sometimes people don't understand. It's like, but if they're not making money at home, why can't they just come out and play a smaller show? Fueling all that stuff up and hitting the road. And again, as we've talked about before, not unlike Broadway shows or anything else, there's routing. And so they're they're not just going to come to one city. So now you have to find, I can't imagine the people. You know, there are people who do routing and scheduling for tours. That's their job. And I can't imagine those people's jobs now. Because you have to be able to find, string together, you know, four, five, six states that are at the same open capacity, that have the same rules going on, whether it's masking or mm-hmm. masking. Very true. You know, and, and that's going to be hard to do. Andy Gensler is executive editor at Polestar. I'm going to share uh, four sentences with you here. This was towards the end of his report. Six months ago, how many of us thought to incorporate into our operational plans advanced sanitation technologies? live stream platforms, increasingly rapid and affordable testing, no-touch thermal readers, socially distanced ticketing algorithms, cashless payment systems, or aggressively pursue diversity in hiring. That's true. So it's not only COVID. It's a whole new world. It really is. Uh, Going forward, these and other innovations will become part and parcel of a reshaped concert touring industry. Thought it was very interesting. It is very interesting. Long live live music. Sal's a pod peep for this episode. You're talking about medicine balls, Donna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sal writes, Donna's wrong. Medicine ball is my grandma's recipe. It's a peanut butter ball dipped in chocolate and stuck in the fridge. Make you feel good after a bad day. I'm, Sign I'm, me up, Sal. Seriously. Sign me up. And that one didn't, probably doesn't cost what the one at uh, the old Starbucks cost. I'm all for that one. Chocolate just makes you better. It, chocolate makes any day better. Sal's been a big uh, big friend and supporter for years and years and years. Thank you for listening, Sal. Reach out, 770-464-6024. Those uh, voicemails and text messages come straight to my phone. Let me check, Donna, real quick. Oh, no. I, know, I don't want to hold you up. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, nothing. Oh, it's like a roller coaster. You're going up, 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 up the hill, and then... And then your stomach whoa. falls out. Well, and then the brakes fall, and you start going backwards. Uh, or that. Uh, Holler at uh, Alexa, play Cadillac Jack. The most recent episode of My Second Act will play. uh, And uh, on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at ATL Cadillac. Let's continue the conversation there. Have a small ask of you three things. Uh, Number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Yesterday, brand new episode of Caddy Wagon with Officer Richie and Canine Raider dropped. And you can find that podcast in uh, episode number four where you are listening right now to this podcast. Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod. Number three, show our sponsors some love. And they include uh, Grateful for Pod Support from the Hemp Pharmacy, Windward Parkway, in front of the Home Depot. We'll see you there Friday night for Couples Night. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. 1-800-HURT-911. And Dinner Affair 
www.thepeopleshow.com. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also editor of our weekly e-letter. It's called The Letter. Hit your inbox Saturday mornings at 910 to subscribe. It's free. To subscribe, text left on red. No spaces. Red is in the color, R-E-D, to the number 22828. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack by Second Act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Oh,